Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 2009's Inglorious Bastards, do me a solid favor, pause this. Go check it out, come back and join the conversation. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt45Podcast. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on any podcasting app that's out there. That's Google Play, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we are out there, especially Spotify, goddamn. Uh, today, Cool 45 is powered by Rockstar Energy Drinks. Fuck yeah. And as always, we're powered by you, the listeners, the fans. Shout out to everybody at our home site for Podbean. And a bigger shout out to all of our Patreon supporters, especially now in these trying times. God bless you guys, man. We fucking appreciate it. And especially to our Patreon supporter, Tiffany Turner, who picked this week's movie. This is Anna from the Pop Prison Power Podcast, and they're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Yeah! Welcome everybody to a Nazi killing edition of Cold 45. I'm your host, Beating Down. Today I'm joined by, as always, Random Randy Savage. Yeah, guys, we're about to get into one of the most uh, fun films that is loosely, loosely based on a true story. <laughs> <laughs> Inglorious Bastards, directed by our boy uh, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, mm, we got some more fun conversations about that coming so up. Loose. <laughs> it's so loosely based on shit. But Randy, mm. Glorious Bastards, it's a Patreon pick. We actually got hooked up by Tiffany, man. Tiffany hooked us up. What? Good for her. This is this is almost like you would think that it was just like just picked, but it's like we literally got lucky. We literally. I know. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you guys have. That's fine. I, I I hear tell they're working on something horrible uh, over in Soul Wizard, so it's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, man, I'm super excited about this. What was your first impressions with uh, Inglorious Bastards? So I remember seeing it in theaters. Um, because I'm a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. Uh, and I was just thinking, like, never have I rooted so much for the death of so many. Like, <laughs> that's what it was. I was just like, yes, this is what bloodlust must feel like. Right? <laughs> you definitely had to, Ren is the bloodlust. It's definitely one of those, man. Like, um, I, I have like a love-hate relationship with Quentin only because of, you know, you know why. Yeah, yeah. You know why. We talked about this, this is age as old as time. Like, I love his movies. I really do. And, um especially in this climate nowadays, like I have a different perspective on where Quentin was coming from. It's like, Oh, you were just trying to show me how shit always has been. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all it was. Um, but uh, <laughs> I didn't get to see this in theaters. Uh, this was like deep in my gaming heyday. And uh, I, I caught, I caught it. You know, we, we rented it and we watched it at the crib and I was still blown away by it. I thought it was fucking awesome. And I had to do a lot of research. Cause I was like, there's no way you know one obvious thing that happened i was like okay well of course that didn't happen but what about this other stuff and i had to mm-hmm. do some digging and shit i was like oh oh man they they took some liberties <laughs> yeah this is not a little bit like this is one of those historical fiction movies like yeah like abraham lincoln vampire hunter right or x-men first class like or x-men first class <laughs> the cuban missile crisis was fucking amazing in that movie or hidden figures. Oh, <laughs> boo! Get out! Get out, Randy! No, but uh, 
let's 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 quit dicking around, shall we? Let's get into it. Yes. In in the name of Bob, who's a uh, bitching and complaining about tickets. <laughs> Why won't you just hurry up and talk about the movie? Yeah, just hands on hips at all times. Anyway, we start with uh, chapter one, guys, where we go to 1941 in uh, France, where our boy uh, Pierre is getting pressed by the goddamn Nazis, led by a supervillain, Hans Landa, played by Christoph Waltz. This is a... Uh, he is a supervillain, isn't he? He just like that's that's the guy. Yeah. He's our guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like, oh god, so many like cliched eighties and nineties movies would be ripped to shreds if this guy was the villain. Like he would just right, bro. If you dude, if Hans Landa was in Die Hard, oh, John McClane would have been dead immediately. <laughs> so dead. He's super super, and he'd be banging his wife. Yeah, it wouldn't be like. Are they flirting? No, it'd be full fledged, like fucking. There would be none of this. Well, he had the detonator. Ah, shit. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Unfortunately, Black Dude would not be uh, working on the computers, though. He wouldn't trust him with the. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it wouldn't be a diverse. It would have been a diverse ragtag group of hijackers. It'd have been just all that one dude with the hair and the one with the glasses. It'd have been nothing but those guys. <laughs> but sorry, Hans Landa. A.K.A. Sherlock Holmes, A.K.A. the Jew Hunter, um, rolls up on his dude Pierre, and uh, the, the conversation, the whole conversation is gripping as fuck. Uh, I love when I watch a movie that has subtitles and I can like really catch the emotions, no matter what. Like it transcends language. I love when that happens, mm-hmm. and it's so fucking intense, Randy. So fucking intense, and he's like, you know. Hans is coming off super charming, as one should when you enter a house and you see three hot milkmaids. So you kind of <laughs> French milkmaids too. Yeah, he, he probably was ready to go go ham, and he was like, "Let me change the tone." <laughs> so he's like, you know, very complimentary and shit. Asks for a glass of milk, the whole nine, dude, and um, pulls out like Pierre pulls out his little, you know, Popeye's, you know, corn corn cob pipe, right? Mm-hmm. You want to talk about this fucking pipe Hans pulled out? This is like fucking Colonel Clink giant construction <laughs> shit. It's, it was a goddamn, it's a goddamn stovetop. It, it was literally a shout out to Sherlock Holmes though. Okay, but that pipe, I don't know if that was a flex because it was like, <laughs> it's like it was. It's it like was you a total have, flex. It's like we're about to smoke. You have a one hitter, and I pull out a fucking like. <laughs> Fucking gravity fucking water from bomb. From goddamn cabin in the woods and shit. <laughs> yeah, I pull out the thermos. <laughs> I take a sip from it first. Yeah. And I just fucking. <laughs> what the fuck? Jesus Christ. But yeah, like, um, he really like, you know, like he's like, hey, you know, I'm just, I'm just here just to be thorough. You know, like they looked, but you know, I feel like they they missed some nooks and crannies or some shit. And then he has this conversation about uh, rats comparing him to Jews really fucked up and um, he's breaking down the whole you know philosophy behind like you know why do you have such hatred towards rats versus squirrels like what's up with that you know like there's something to that and he tried to make a parallel to Jewish people which is just disgusting and um, you know just to remind you that yeah he's charming but he guys don't forget he's a goddamn Nazi he's a fucking Nazi like who cares how charming he is he's a goddamn Nazi and um, the conversation is just too intense for fucking Pierre. And Pierre gives up the bodies immediately. There's there's a, a shit ton of Jewish family. Like, there's, there's one Jewish family, the whole Jewish family. He knows them by name. 
He knows him by name, uh, Hans. And he has like a full list that he's going through in his fucking like audit from hell. And when he presses him about it, he's like, they're in here, aren't they? He's like, yeah. You didn't even fight. He was so scared. What, what was going through your mind when he gave him up immediately, bro? I think he was thinking about the five soldiers outside with his three daughters. Like, and it was a, it was a compromise kind of thing. It was like, cause he even says so. He even says like, any information you give me will make things. If you make my job super easy, then I will stop. I will make sure your family is not harassed for the entire, the entirety of this occupation. And it's like, it could last forever. They yeah. could keep coming. Yeah. Even if you get away this time, that doesn't mean they're not going to get away next time. Right. And it's like, fucking brutal man and he's yeah. like and, and like and they were talking in a different language the whole time because they're you know like they went from uh they started in french right and then they would just switch to english and when they switched to english i was like terrified <laughs> at that point i was like oh boy so he gives them up and he's like and he knew that the the family underneath the Dreyfuses did not know um what was actually being said so he's like all right i'm gonna switch back I'm pretending I'm about to leave, but I'm bringing in my boys and we're about to light this floor the fuck up. And that's exactly what they do. The only survivor is poor Shoshana Dreyfus. And she's running out there covered in her fucking family's blood, running for her life. And Hans with this really creepy look on his face, just almost savoring the moment. Like when you find that you like bought a pack of cookies and forgot that you put them up somewhere and you found them, like the, the look on his face sheer terror and he i'm thinking he's gonna shoot her or at least try to shoot her she'll get away Nah, he, he's got a full-on boner i don't even know what he could hold that gun of his yeah and he's like farewell Shoshana. like just fucked up fucked up just enjoying the fact that he traumatized this chick he just relished in it and i'm like god damn and that's the end of that <laughs> gripping ass intro like if, if you just love film you're in it you're in it and then, because, you know, we, we need a palate cleanser at this point, right? Because you, cause you're butthurt, right, Randy? You, you're kind of in your feelings. You saw... A, a, I need my heroes. Where are my heroes? Oh, man. Enter goddamn Aldo motherfucking rain played by our boy Brad Pitt. And I love every piece of his goofy country ass, bro. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. He's, he's, he's just coming. I need eight soldiers. And there's only one thing we're doing. Killing Nazis. The Nazis. Eight. Jewish American soldiers. Fuck yeah, dude. They're on a grill of missions to just... Dude, like, the speech made me want to kick a fucking door down, bro. I was amped. And I know what period of time this is. I'm still like, I would like this guy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's talking... You know, he, he's, he's like, <laughs> once you... Once I have y'all, y'all owe me each 100 Nazi scalps, son. You're indebted to me. That's your debt. And you will pay in full. Like, oh my God, nigga, let's go. Let's get some scalps. <laughs> or you will die trying. And I was like, okay. Oh, wait, what? what? <laughs> wait a minute. Time out. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. I'm like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Wait, <laughs> wait what? What if we get 98? Can we, uh... <laughs> Better go back. <laughs> So we do like the ultimate in jump cuts. <laughs> like, that, the speech motivated him so hard. As soon as we cut to Hitler, the inglorious bastards are already getting it in. He's just like, oh, people. Are... <laughs> Hitler's like, oh my God, there's a missile scalps and shit. What the fuck? There's a bear Jew. 
Why is there a bear Jew? Bear Juden. Was I perceiving noises? But yeah, dude, like there's legends of a bear Jew that's like a golem, which is like a uh, you know like Jewish folklore for like these like automatons that get revenge on whooping Nazi ass, which is pretty pretty dope. Surprised they never. Uh, I guess Superman would be their golem. Yeah, not. I mean, you know what I mean? Because like, there's no comic book like uh, equivalent. Solomon Grundy be closer to a golem. I mean, yeah, but fused with like magic and brought to life. Yeah, but they're not. They they didn't go there. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like the only avatar they would have would be Superman. That's true. Anyway, enough psychoanalyzing. But uh, Hitler wants these motherfuckers dead, of course. And also, don't say the word bear Jew. It's terrifying. Let's 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 tamper down how scary these fuckers are right and we cut to our boy private butts <laughs> that what his name is private butts yep okay. the sole survivor of the initial attack uh by the glorious bastard so we so we we get the lowdown of, of what happens during these uh these little uh missions that the glorious bastards do so you want to talk about this shit real quick yes so i think this is like a pit or a sewer or some kind of cave where there's just bodies littered everywhere, Nazis everywhere, and then everyone just laughing and scalping people. And there's these, there's an officer, and then I think two, like, regular soldiers. And our our boy Aldo Rain, he's like, so, I bet you've heard of us, uh, and uh, you should probably know, we're not in a prisoner-taking business, we're in the killing Nazis business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Fuck so yeah. up ahead the road, we know there's somebody up there. We just need to know how many and what kind of guns they got. And if you just point it out to us, we'll we'll just let you go. Because we don't take prisoners. We'll just let you go. And the officer who's being asked, like, he's like, no, I cannot for my country. So I no. And I'm like, well, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, Sergeant so, Sergeant yeah. Werner, you fucked up. So then you hear this like giant like pounding on stone in the background. And it's like, you hear that? That's you know what that is? That's the bear Jew. Real quick yeah, though. Out of out of nowhere though, because like he, he does like a little small introduction to people who who's around and he points out one guy who oh, has yeah. a face of like granite. And he's like, that over there? You probably heard of our boy uh, 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 Hugo Stiglitz over there. And it's like... Everyone in the German army's heard of Hugo Stiglitz. Bro. And then Hugo gets like a weird like (laughs) gangster-ass little vignette. From like 1970. Yeah, with his own Stiglitz was the baddest motherfucker. Yeah, Sam Jack comes in out of nowhere. Let me tell you about this motherfucker. (laughs) I, I wish it was full... Jewel Sam Jack, but it was it was regular like reserved Sam Jack. But like you need a black dude to narrate what the fuck was happening here. And like Hugo was mur- he I mean like Freddy Krueger murdered thirteen <laughs> Nazi uh, officers in their beds, bro. They woke up to this cat with his sword, or it's not it's supposed to be a knife, but it's a goddamn saber. Pig sticker, <laughs> Jesus, and he's just annihilating these dudes. I was like, "Holy shit!" Then we cut back. Now we got to worry about the fucking bear Jew. Go ahead, I'm so sorry. Bear Jew, no, that's fine. I, I skipped over it. <laughs> but like, so 
It's like, if you don't tell me what I want to know, I'm going to call the bear Jew over and he's going to beat you to death with that big ass club of his. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. When the bear Jew came out, like he was coming out to like this fanfare and it sounded like some music from um, the guy who he, he didn't necessarily, he was supposed to actually score the movie. Mm-hmm. But because of uh, con- uh, schedule conflicts, uh, they just sample stuff from his other movies, and it's a uh, Ennio or Ennio Morricone. Oh, okay, that's my best attempt at saying uh, his name. But he- this is the motherfucker that did the good and bad and ugly. Like he is the shit. Ecstasy of Gold is probably one of my favorite things he's ever done. Oh fuck yeah, that's the best. Fucking a dude, like ah, uh, and and, and right, uh, we gotta do good, bad, and ugly soon. That's one, of, that's, one of my, that's one of my. It's like the Western movie for me. Like, period. Point blank. Anyway, so yeah, the Bear Jew comes out. Did you know that originally it wasn't supposed to be Eli Roth? And shout out to Eli Roth for showing up and getting swole for this one. But do you know who it was supposed to be originally? No, who? Adam Goddamn Sandler. What the fuck? Think about it. Think about what you think about this whole movie. How how he talked. How goofy he was! He was. It's supposed to be Adam. Could you imagine? This would have been so weird. What Adam said after, after watching uh, uh, Uncut Gems? I don't think so, bro. I don't know. Like, I don't. I haven't seen Uncut Gems, so I don't know. But I, nah. I it, only know Punch Drug Love Adam Sandler, and right, that's just like right. yeah. But it would have been crazy, and I feel like, and I'm I'm mad he didn't get to do it because I wanted to see Adam Sandler just rep for the Jews real quick. But go ahead, bro. What happens next? So the bear Jew comes out and he has, you know, he's got a baseball bat with Anne Frank written on it. And (laughs) and he like points at the German guys like medals and like, what'd you get that? You get that for killing Jews? It's like, nah, for bravery. Oh, you brave. And oh, oh, bro, puts Negan to shame. Puts Negan to shame only because the head didn't explode. It was still intact. So you just see this dummy getting rocked. Just bobbleheading him, dude. Oh, he was fucking him up. I love how one of the dudes tried to run away because he didn't want none of that shit. He got shot. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> I'd rather get shot. God damn it. Fuck. Bring the other one over here. Alive. <laughs> Beat the shit out of this dude, bro. And, um, and apparently Private Butts is just like, all right. Now we want to know. Oh, it's right here. It's right here. It's right here. <laughs> it's right here. How many over there? There's like twelve, maybe sixteen of them. Yeah, all of them have lupus. Like, what? What else you need to know? I like, um, we'll do it with like a bo- a positive blood types. Uh, three of them are banging like each other's girlfriends, and uh, uh I know at least three of them owe me money. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, after he after butt snitches, you know, like, uh, you know, Aldo was like, I'm gonna let you live, tell the tale. You know, that's your purpose. You're going to go back. You're going to tell the motherfuckers what the hell went down here. But uh, you probably plan on taking off that uniform and pretending you were never part of this army, don't you? He's like, yes. He's like, nah. yeah, I'm going to burn this uniform. Yeah. He's like, well, that's uh, what I, th- yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> we like to see our Nazis come from a mile away. So I'm going to give you something you can't take off. <laughs> Bro, and he cuts a motherfucking swastika into his goddamn. Damn forehead, bro. <laughs> and uh, all I can say to that is a uh, uh, fuck yeah. And that's the end of you know that. What time. I'm, yeah, I'm good. With, I'm with that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You uh, you make your choices, bitches. So uh, we cut to the cinema. This is a uh, chapter three. 
I enjoyed chapter two very much. <laughs> it was just, mm, mm. So um, we see Shoshana. 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 It's a, it's a sexy name. But we see her four years after her fucking escape. She's working at a cinema that she was able to finagle and become in charge of. There was some deleted scenes, you know, kind of helping along with that. Mm. But um, her name is Emmanuel. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. That happens. I, I couldn't stop laughing. I thought about the the song you sang a long time ago. <laughs> How'd it go? It was like <laughs> Emmanuel, fucking everything in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad you remembered it. Yeah, <laughs> just fucked me up. But um, yeah, man. Goddamn, Baron Zemo just comes out of nowhere shooting a shot. That's what I was wondering. Like, what the fuck is he doing here? <laughs> I was like, oh no! Like, oh no! <laughs> he lives! No, but uh, it's Zoller. He plays Zoller. But uh, too close. Too close to Zemo. <laughs> yeah. And he's like really trying to get his dick wet. You know, he's, he's hollering at Emmanuel, trying to make sweet love to the chick because she's hot. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he's doing his best. And he's like, you know, yeah, he's a soldier, but he's trying to keep it humble and modest and whatnot. Uh, you know, but because Shoshana is a Jew who uh, literally seen the horrors of what the Nazis are capable of, she ain't one. A no. Jew in hiding in occupied France. Yeah. She's really trying to avoid any German soldiers at this yeah. point. Yeah. No, it don't matter who the fuck you are. That JJ is going to be dry. It's already well. I mean, to be fair, it's probably already well used. <laughs> oh, you're talking about because of Marcel? <laughs> Yeah, Marcel. <laughs> yeah, Marcel. Marcel's Not only holding... is he black, he's French, which means, oh, God. Yeah, he's doing some extra shit. But, uh. <laughs> Lots of butter involved. Oh, wow. Because he's French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baguettes. Anyway, um. <laughs> is that good? Never mind. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep, keep walking away from that. So, um, you know, Zola is still trying. It's like the next day, dude. He's just like knowingly pestering her yeah and he's like i like your face when you're upset and it's like dude that's that's dickish i know you're trying to be cute right now but that's that's borderline terrifying that's a that's a red flag but we find out that he got some dick riders right mm. some dick that's riding ass nazi dudes coming oh zola i'm sorry oh, anybody german you're like the best. Oh, oh, he got... yeah we're shitting on the germans we're not shitting on i mean we're shitting on the, the nazis not the germans Oh, Nazis, we hate guys. German yeah. people are awesome. German people are the best because their food is amazing. The bratwurst, all that shit, amazing. Good job, good job, guys. But these Nazi fucks, dick riding the shit out of this dude, and like you know, Shoshana's kind of curious of why. Not really like, oh, what are you about? You know, she's more like, what the fuck is all that for, right? Then there's even more dick riders, literally, like just because <laughs> you know the dick rider was like a bee. That like found some pollen and came back to report back to the other dick riding ass bees. So like more people are like, oh shit, Zola. Oh, you too. I love you. Like, oh, okay. Right. So we find out he's a fucking war hero. But not any war hero. He's the like the Captain America of Nazis. Yeah. He's Captain Nazi. Or the Hawkeye of Nazis. Cause he killed like first he was like, Yeah, you know, uh I was stuck in like a you know, a, a crow's nest. He broke down what a crow's nest is. And he was like, Yeah, I killed like and I'm seeing a number of people. And he was like, mm-hmm. that was the first day. And I was like, God, Jesus. How dumb were these soldiers? Because he killed a whopping 250 people in three days. By himself. 
Also, how many bullets did you have? Were they just running in tandem to like? Did you get like a ricochet action and just went through three heads or some shit? Like what the fuck? All right, like he said, he got a thousand rounds up him. Just him and that bird's nest and a thousand rounds. Jesus Christ! So um, we find out that he's gonna play himself in the movie Nation's Pride because you know, of course that that really pissed off Shoshana because it's like yeah. not not only are you like. Like the worst Nazi of all time. Like you, you, yeah. you're gonna play yourself in the movie about the worst shit you've done of all time. Go fuck yourself. And she leaves. Why do I know? I, I'm. I definitely don't want to be around you, the most famous, you know, allies killer in the country. That's right. not something I want to be a part of. So unfortunately, because uh, you know, when you're a sniper and you are persistent enough to kill, you know. 250 people you're not when you are the most famous allied killer of the you know german occupied force you have some pull (laughs) yeah yeah because some two two ss guys show up out of nowhere they're like hey get in the fucking car (laughs) yo what because i I, you know we don't because you know as as first time viewers you don't know what the fuck that's about you think oh damn they found out about her papers she pissed off this guy so much she called the goddamn ss on her and like they ran a background like ain't no fucking emmanuel yeah so they grab him and um we don't know what's happening but she's being taken to this like i I put in my notes uh cut to a a fancy fuck face dinner i don't know why i was just i was in the mood goddamn rich motherfuckers rich pieces of shit but we uh we cut to joseph goebbels um, Hitler's number two dickhead, uh, who's in charge of like propaganda and all this other shit, mm-hmm. having a offhanded conversation about Jesse Owens. Uh, Jesse Owens, if you don't know anything about Black history at all, he is the motherfucker who uh, was at the uh, Olympics back in, um, I think it was in Berlin. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he whooped up on a German and smoked the shit out of his ass, and uh, they didn't like that because that Aaron Ray superior shit went right out the window with a black dude. Got to using his legs, but yeah. uh, that's a story for another movie and another day. We will create a superior race. I think we already did that about 400 years ago. Who is this chocolate man? He's like lightning. No, <laughs> oh, you chocolate demon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, they're butthurt about that and they're trying to make jokes and shit. But we we found out that Zoller Dick Fingers invited. Uh, Shoshana to come through to the fucking dinner to you know to do shit. To be fair, we weren't exaggerating about get your ass in the car. That was an actual line in the movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> doesn't sound like an invitation at all. <laughs> no, no, no. So like you know, Zola's trying to like get some pull and shit. But we meet. This is one of the weirdest random cuts of all time. We meet Goebbels and we meet his interpreter Francesca and we go to like aggressive doggy style with like Goebbels making the worst noises. Hey, <laughs> hey. Just so that we know we should hate him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't even fucks weird. He can't even fuck a hot chick, right? Fuck this guy. No, I don't. Uh. <laughs> did, 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 cause like, okay, cause she played Sophia in Kill Bill. Yeah. She was also like an interpreter. But like, does like, did he just want to just see her get just pounded on? It was, like, I, 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 it was weird. It was un. It was already implied they were smashing. We have to see it. But I guess just I, I guess to make us hate Goebbels even more that he can yeah. even. We want we want all the justification of hating the Nazis as much as possible. So right. it's like okay. So here's the deal. So the, like the whole thing is like Zola's like, hey, I'm trying to use my pull to like sweeten this pot and get get some get some ass basically. Like I'm He's gonna like, yeah. My movie 
he's pitching it. Like, I want my movie to be at this premiere. And he's trying to sell it to him because, like, you know, Goebbels being a dick, shitting all over the theater. Like, it's kind of small. I don't know. Why the fuck would I want to do that? Mm-hmm. And um, he sells it. And he's like, I'll consider it, right? Right. But who the fuck is behind Shoshana, bro? Fucking goddamn Jew hunter. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck song was that playing when it came? Because that's how I felt. It was like some Rammenstein just, get you're fucked. You're fucked. <laughs> Basically, that's all it was. It's just you're fucked in German over and over. I was like, oh, dude, I remember like puckering so hard at the house when I saw I was like, oh, fuck. Fuck. And he got some questions for Shoshana. I'm like, oh, God. So here's the deal, guys. Mm. It seems, you know, if you don't know anything, Outside looking in, if you're like the table sitting by them, you're like, oh, he's, he's a charming fellow. He rolls up to her and he's like, because everybody's getting up and getting ready to leave. And she's like, nah, nah, I want to talk to Shoshana, you know, a long request. I want to chit chat with her. No big deal. Yeah. He orders dessert. Classy. It's on him. No big deal. He orders two strudels, a coffee for himself to, you know, have the caffeine activate his already terrifyingly intellectual mind. Yeah. And his massive boner for murder. Yes. And he orders her a glass of goddamn milk. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. And you see her face. She's like, ah, oh, fuck. But here's another thing I didn't know, Brandy. Did you know that it was actually a double-pronged fuck you attack that he was doing on her? Mm. The ordering of strudel, bro, was also an attack on her Jewish sensibilities. Because that dessert is prepared with pork fat or pork lard. That ah. shit is not kosher. It's against Jewish dietary restriction. I what didn't know that. a calculating piece of shit. <laughs> but then I thought about it and it's like this the there's a there's a correlation between when he knows something, when Landa knows something about the situation more than outside than outside everyone else does, and how he plays it versus how he when he doesn't know anything and how it seems. He doesn't know. He really doesn't know. He doesn't know that about who Shoshana is. Because it doesn't, like, he's literally just trying to get more information, more than anything else. So it's on her not to slip. It's it's kind of a, it's kind of, I, I'm not sure sometimes. Because he never saw her face. He didn't. He and didn't. So, like, so as long as he never saw her face, he doesn't know what she looks like. But at the same time, he is a very thorough security officer with right. a mind like a steel trap so it's kind of like you're not sure because he because and then like a lot of things he does is very weirdly and strangely like calculated because he does a lot of like he sees the he sees the forest for the trees right you know and that's what makes him fucking dangerous he's not like because you think oh he's, he's short-sighted he's a dummy but he's fucking not no he's not so i feel like he knows but she's not a threat at that moment in time he doesn't see her as a threat Right, because like and that's the that's, that's the lesson. Because because the glass of milk is like the weird part. I'm like that's a little too spot on. I feel like I feel like he was fucking with her. I really do. And like, but, but he was basically grilling her about because he knew about Marcel, who was the black projectionist that was fucking her. Mm-hmm. But you know, he didn't know well, he didn't know they were fucking. But he knew that he worked there, and he was basically like, yeah, I get it. But yeah, no blacks on the projector. I don't fuck. I don't care if he's even not seen. I can't let the fears. Uh, yeah, it's you like, know, pride and joy. You be- can't let the movie guy who runs the movie projector every day without any incident at all run this massive film festival for the one movie that we're going to show be black. 
Because it, that's going to really impede the way he runs the film. Well, no, if, if, if anything goes wrong and they see it's a black dude, this is going to just be more shit. Like, who, they would still kill whoever did it anyway. So I mean, they would. They would, but it would be like, ah, uh, typical. Like, it, it, it would have just been an extra layer of racism. Like the like, cream. Dare he be black and screw it up. Yeah, that, that's basically the cream on top of the strudel that they, they had to wait for. Also, never seen a, a dessert eating situation be the most tense thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And when Shoshana started gasping for air, I did too. Yeah. I was like, <gasps> I was right there with her. Oh, shit. <laughs> you just see me at a Waffle House just bawling my eyes out. <laughs> They're fucking close. <laughs> I'll be on my knees in that dirty ass bathroom. Moving on. So, uh, you know, also they were going to do a dry run and do a private screening also, you know. So like after the little private screening shit and uh you know there's a lot of yip yapping and shit she's like all right Mr. Marcel here's the goddamn plan we're burning this whole motherfucker to the ground <laughs> she's like we're burning it we're burning to the fucking ground and I'm we like spent every day trying to make sure it doesn't burn to the ground this time I think we're just gonna let it happen <laughs> right and then Sam Jack comes back in hey so basically these motherfuckers are gonna burn it down because 35 millimeter film is fucking flammable as all fuck. We get it's basically like, a, like it's basically just fucking bombs. Basically, I mean they, I mean they even showed it to you. You want to call bullshit? They they burn a piece of paper and they burn the film. You're like, oh fuck, all right. And then it we was see so flammable they wouldn't even take it under trolleys. Like a trolley goes like 13 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 dangerous. And uh, I, oh yeah, I love that little weird segment. What is that? Is that is that film? I'll get the fuck out of here. There? Don't take that shit in here. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> So, um, Kill us all. <laughs> so we also see her making a film just for the Nazis. And I appreciate that they were like, uh, uh, you know, addressing the plot hole of like, how the fuck are we going to like get this developed? Like they literally cover that plot hole for any of the nitpicky fucks. So we move on to chapter Quentin four. Quentin is a nitpicky fuck though. So he would like, he would see that plot hole coming a mile away. Right. So we cut to chapter four, Operation Kino. Uh, Kino in German means movie theater. Hmm. From what I've researched, I could be wrong, but anybody in Germany can correct me. And also, once again, I, I know you're not Nazi. We're just talking about the past. <sighs> Moving on, we cut to our yeah, boy. Love <laughs> we cut to our boy, uh, Lieutenant Archie Hickok, hmm. uh, played by Michael fucking Fassbender, dude. God damn. I love this character. I really did. Yeah. And um, General Ed Finnick, paid by, dude, Mike motherfucking Myers. That's, inc- that's crazy. Like, what the fuck? And he's just subdued. It's just a good performance. And like, it's really straight laced. And I was like, okay, it's not very Austin Powers at all. No, and it, and I loved it. But um, his uh, his parents actually uh, were involved in um, like British intelligence, something like that. I can't. Remember. I, I got to look into it. I, I forgot. Oh the, shit! It was some. It was he has some connection where he was like, yeah, let me do it. So also, Winston fucking Churchill is just sitting there. Like the guy from Knives Out, <laughs> just set a piano, just just watching, and we learned that Archie's like, you know, okay, this was kind of funny. This is roughly, loosely the plot to Team America: World Police. <laughs> oh God, uh, <laughs> it's basically what it's like. <laughs> he's technically not really an actor, but he's like a film critic and an author. 
and he knows a lot of shit about the film industry. He's, he's supposed to be a spy, but he's gonna like go into go on the cover and whatnot, right? Right. And like we're getting like a James Bondy kind of like setup of this uh, commando operation, right? Or is some spy shit about to go down? Uh, yeah. Fassbender is gonna have to, you know assume a, a, a German accent and, and go on the cover as a uh, German uh, officer. He's gonna link up with uh, a couple of inglorious bastards to have have a rendezvous with a. Mm-hmm. Uh, a double agent who's a goddamn actress, uh, uh, Von Hammerstein or Hammerstick. Was it Hammerstein? Hammerstock. Hammerstock. Whatever. So, um, yeah. So, like, they're like grilling him a little bit, trying to see what Archie's knowledge is about the stuff. And like, Winston came in and chimed in, like, "Hey, uh, what about you know this particular film?" And like, he breaks it down. He breaks down the German film and full shit. He's like, "Tell him the mission." Yeah. Like, that's kind of dope. And uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, dude, you're going to meet up with this fucking actress, bro? You're going to get your shit? Yeah, it's hammer smart. And um, we cut to that meeting immediately. Like like them getting ready to go to the fucking meeting. So we find out that Hugo Stiglitz and another one of the German uh, German uh, guys who used to be like the art, you know, the guys are going to help him infiltrate into this uh, mission. But Aldo ain't with it. And why? They're in a fucking basement. <laughs> Like it's a tavern. It's a fucking basement. It's in the fu- you don't I fight ain't no fighting f- no Nazis in a fucking basement. Yeah, I mean legit, legit. God, Brad brought that, bro. <laughs> it's in a goddamn basement. But uh, and it, you just know it's gonna be a problem. And like I remember the scene. I'm just like fuck, because I was so sad. I was so sad about this whole situation. But uh, yeah, there's just it wasn't supposed to be any Germans in there. Cut yeah, to the tavern. Just her by herself with maybe a few people. Tops. Cut, cut to the goddamn tavern. It is uh, littered with shit-faced Germans. And we've seen uh, Beer Fest, so we know they can hold their fucking liquor. So they're, they're probably 85 beers in a piece. And they're celebrating a new baby. Like, uh, 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 Wilhelm. Yeah, Wilhelm. Wilhelm. Uh, he's, uh, his new baby, Maximilian, was born. And they're like fucking hype. And they're playing like basically uh analog heads up yes <laughs> what it was it was that was it was a beta heads up yep and, uh, <laughs> so um you know everyone's just, like fucking pissy drunk and shit and like archie's down there and he's trying to like you know be as like cool as possible because he needs to go get hammer sh- uh smart who's playing the game with these guys because she's trying to like you know make sure they're drunk and kind of get them the fuck out of there so they don't pay too much attention and stuff but you know the drunk new dad Wilhelm just would not go away. Mm. It wouldn't go away, dude. And he finally has to like pull rank to make him piss off. And uh, it almost works. Almost works. Almost works. Because like they're all enlisted soldiers. So and all the, the spies are dressed up as officers. So it's like they could pull rank and they could get them to go sit down and shut the fuck up. But there's an officer in the very back, just chilling on his own. He's like, and because it, it was because of what uh, Fassbender had said, he had said something yeah. that was seemed off. And like, even the, even the drunkest German soldier was like, what's up with your accent, bro? Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, so like they try to cover it up and like, all right, you know, it's cause he's from this like weird podunk town and shit. And that's how they all sound. You know, it's just, it's just weird over there. And like it's getting tense because like the dude was like, "Oh, let me join you since we're officers, right? Let me sit." And it's like, 
when you look at, I don't know who the actor is, but when you look at him, I'm like, oh, he's going to be a problem. <laughs> he looks, well, like, he isn't looks, he the same guy who was like, get your ass in the car? Was that not the same guy? Oh, it might have been. Which is also the head of the Gestapo. Fuck. So I was like, holy fuck, this is the okay. worst guy to be in this book yeah, right now. Yeah, it was it was a problem, dude. And like, while this is happening, my homie Hugo is having a fucking Rambo situation sitting by him, bro. We cut to him having a flashback of him getting whipped as a like his theme song plays in the background. I'm like, oh no. I, w- I looked at it like Hugo was thinking of all the other times he was in a torture situation, this is worse. Yeah, dude. Like he's ranking like, would I rather be whipped again or sit here and have to laugh at this German officer's jokes for the next 10 minutes? Meanwhile, I'd he is be- like, his knife, his sword is like freshly sharpened because he was like, because I remember because like, because Wilcox is kind of nervous about the whole situation. Yeah. And he was asking like, hey, are you, you know, I need you to be calm over there. And he's like, I don't know calm. I know you went into a murderous rage of 13 like soldiers all at once, but it's like, we just need everyone to remain calm. And he's like, don't I look calm to you? <laughs> and niggas like, fair point. I mean, he looked, dude, he looked like ice. He looked like a block of ice. So I was like, that's fair. And like literally everything, everything that Wilcox was asking was like getting countered immediately. Like uh, the fuck you think we're going to be? He's like, okay, fair point. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so like they're playing the game, right? Cause, uh, God, you know, this is all hammer, hammer smarts fault. I'm sorry. Cause she keeps, it is. she's trying, she's not helping. She's not helping Archie. Archie's trying to tell everyone to piss off so they can get this conversation going, but she's not helping. Cause she's trying to be like, you know, she's trying to be natural and like not rush things. But it's like, hey, our boy Archie's not doing too good with the with the with, with the Dutch with the Dutch. Okay, he's not he's not doing it. It's not even that. It's just like how how ingrained is your racism that you have different finger gestures Bro. that you could like that just to be sure that you're not one of us. We know. But before we get to that, before we get to that, I got to talk about this one particular uh, piece of scenery that happens in, during the little heads up game, right? Because, mm. like, you know, the thing is you put the card in your head, smack it on your forehead. It's a particular character that uh, somebody to your left wrote. And everyone, you know, you have like, you have to ask, it's, a, it's basically a question game. You got to ask uh, questions about the, the, the person that you are. And we get a, whew, we get a rough parallel between the african-american slave mm-hmm. and king kong and i forgot about this watching this movie i forgot about that scene because the way that he did it the way that it was done um very interesting to me and i, I want to pick your brain about it so basically they're like okay you know he's he's actually he's, he's asking the question he's like okay well, where am i you know where am i from um, I'm from okay. Oh, okay, I guess I'm from the jungle. Uh, was I taken against my will? And like you're you're following the logic. You're like, because mm, I, I I saw it coming a mile away the first time I saw it. I was like, oh, here we go. And um, you know, he he's like, well, like, did I arrive in chains? And they're like, yeah. It's like, oh, easy. I'm the you know I'm I'm the I'm a black person. I'm I'm the, I'm the American Negro. You know. And they're like, no. He's like, oh, if, if not that King Kong, like literally without even blinking. Yeah. How did that make you feel? Like, I wanted to say it, it was exactly, like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Very frustrated, but like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It crushed my soul. It crushed my soul 
because it's like nobody like and, and that's like what i try to explain like it's not the same guys like i know you try to be like well i get pulled over too it's just not it's, like, it's not no. the same because like shit like this is a real thing and that hurt but it was just like it's real it's real because mm. that's how they did us and uh totally looked at king kong different after that <sighs> so there's more attention <laughs> So like, you know, they're trying to smooth things over because it gets real fucking tense between uh, Archie and this guy. Because mm-hmm. he's like, look, if the lady says I'm not fucking bothering her, then you need to shut the fuck up and let me chill out here, bro. And he's like, ah, I'm just fucking with you. He's like, no, he wasn't. But yeah. let's go get some scotch. No big deal. Fossbender fucks up. Because I thought he said I thought he said three wrong. No. But he put his fingers up wrong. And I'm like, it must really be a fucking thing. Because I, what? That's what did it. That, that was his botch. And like, as soon as the drinks uh, come down, our boy pulls a gun on Archie right at his dick. I'm yeah. like, oh my God. And he explains where the fuck up happened. And he's like, what makes it even scarier is he knows that this is about to be a clusterfuck and he doesn't care. Because he's a fanatic. It's like if he dies for his cause, it's all the better. Insane. He's like, yeah, even them poo dudes in the back, he ain't gonna see his baby. Like he was. The fact that he made his mind up to such a degree, I was just like, this is not going to end well. And like, uh, I like how you know, you know, (laughs) Wilcox is like, well, I got my gun on your dick too, bitch. Yeah. And then Hugo puts the gun on his dick. It's a lot of guns on dicks. Just want to be sure you get the dick off. Jesus. Everyone gets their dick shot off, bro. Like everyone, everyone, everyone in that fucking tavern. Except no, everyone. Everyone got shot. <laughs> yeah. Even even Hammer Smart got blasted a little bit. Like the only two survivors was Wilhelm, the new dad, mm-hmm. and barely Hammer Smart. Barely. Say Alvidus into your Nazi balls. Dude, and fucking Hugo was going, dog, like, took the time to stab his saber into the base of this fucker's skull. Jesus. People were getting, dude, there were like ladies in there, just like one big strong German lady, too. They're all dead. Everyone dead. Everyone. That was so bad. I was so sad to see uh, Fastburn go. You also know uh, that could have been Simon Pegg. What? Schedule, what? Scheduling conflict. I don't think it would have been as good. <laughs> It'd have been too many co- comedic actors in there. It'd have been it'd have been an interesting film. Yeah, but uh, yeah, dude, every everyone everyone's fucked, and like uh, we have like a, a little Mexican standoff, a uh, lot of tension. You know, Aldo was like trying to like you know negotiate like some type of peaceful thing, but uh, he won't put the gun down. But Hammersmark had a gun on her, and she kills Wilhelm instead. So we have a whole another problem because <laughs> Operation Kino is. Fubar, it is fucked up. It really required it. a lot of German-speaking soldiers, which yeah. they now have zero. And she has a hole in her leg. And Aldo is mad at her because he's like, what the fuck was that shit? So he... <laughs> Why the fuck you set it up in a goddamn basement? <laughs> so he does gentleman's torture by just putting his finger in her in the hole of her leg. Mm-hmm. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. And um, she's like, dude, I didn't set him up. I swear to God, I'm just dumb. I just, <laughs> it was just a dumbass idea. It's either, it's either a total setup by me or it was a complete, utter, tragic coincidence. It can't be both. Fair. 
So like uh, they get the intel out of her, but they're like, all right, we gotta we gotta come up with a new shitty ass plan because we're kind of fucked here, right? So it's like, all right, you hurt your leg in a fucking mountain thing. Uh, You're German, right? You love climbing mountains. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and he's like, we'll be some Italians. I know a little bit of Italian. I'm like, oh fuck, oh god. Like and then the, the, the third guy because it was gonna be him. Yeah. Bared you. Donnie speaks some Italian, and then you, which, which you speak how much? You speak a little. You speak the best Italian, the third best Italian. I don't speak any Italian. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck. Oh, so they're gonna push forward, you know, and have her limping and shit. Oh, I love the line though. It's like, so you're gonna mumble Italian and brazen your way through it. Sounds great. No, it doesn't. Sounds like shit. <laughs> <laughs> what else are we gonna do? Go home? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of scary, dude. So of course, the aftermath of the tavern. Our boy, well, not really our boy. Oh wait, wait, but it's it gets even worse because the idea is like they're going to have this setup in this theater where all the German High Council, basically, oh, like a huge part of the German army, is going to be there. The High Command. But the Fuhrer's coming, too. Right. Fucking Hitler himself is going to be in this goddamn place. And if they blow the whole building up, it'll be, that's it. War, war. done. War is <laughs> over. Done. Quick. It, it is, boom. Done deal. So Hannah's looking at the wreckage. She's looking at the aftermath, right? Ugh. And he finds a shoe. Oh, smart. He not only finds a shoe, he finds an autograph napkin with Hammerstock's like a uh, kiss mark on it. I'm like, fuck. I was like, <laughs> and he's like, Oh, well, let's see. So these guys, I know them. They're, they're bastards for sure. And this is a side autograph from a survivor who was here. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cut to chapter. Goddamn five. It's premiere time guys. Yeah. We have a badass makeup montage from our girl, uh, Shoshana, who's, uh, you know, this is where we show the uh, plot hole being covered up and them kind of, you know, explain what the fuck they're going to do. Just a little bit, a little bit more in detail to keep it, keep it, uh, keep things on up and up. And then we cut where, uh, you know, we have this long shot, long tracking shot, you know, seeing the whole situation. And our boy Londa, he's there and he sees Hammerschmark and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Fuck, because he's not fucking around. He goes right down there, dude, and it is uh, painful. <laughs> this whole comedy hilarious to watch. It's but comedy. If, if you were on the other side of it, it would suck so oh, hard. Oh my god! Because he's fucking with them. He's, he, fucking with he's them so just hard. fucking with them. Because he looks at the leg and shit, and he's like, "Bro," he asks her what happens. Yeah, and she tells him he loses. He laughs. <laughs> He laughs so hard at, at the obvious lie because it's just like, wait, I'm sorry. You a German went mountain climbing and got and broke your leg, and and then you got a cast on, and he came here. I'm sorry. Where in France are these mountains that were like two blocks away next to the doctor's office that cast your leg? So I love how she didn't have an answer, and he's like, "It's okay, baby." <laughs> You're already fucked. You're already fucked. You don't have to lie. It's okay. I'm I'm teasing. I'm just teasing. I don't care. I'm just joshing, bitch. I've already made my mind up of what I'm doing next. Oh man. And then it's like, yeah, we have some, you know, because they're thinking they wouldn't speak Italian. This will work fine. Woo! Is that nigga fluid in Italian? Yes, he is. (laughs) 
English, French, German, Italian. Knows them all. Knows them fucking all. And like, we cut to, uh, you know, because everyone has to do their um, aliases. Uh, some of the names are like shout outs to actual directors or other films and all that other stuff. Um, mm. uh, so we have like, you know, the one that speaks the least amount, right? Great accent. Yeah. Eli Roth's character, Donnie Donowitz, the bear Jew. Pretty decent accent. Oh, Aldo the Apache. Gorlami. Gorlami. <laughs> Gor- what? Did he keep saying, what was that? Oh, God, I was so... Gorlami. Pa- I'm sorry, oh, what? On, let me hear the music in Excuse the notes. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do fucking with them. Gorlami. Like, oh. Margarete. Ah, oh, come on. One more time. Margarete. Ah, mulesimo. Yeah, but then like the, the third guy nails it. <laughs> the one with the shittiest one nails it. It was painful, but I did love the uh, when she introduced them. They did the Italian fingers. And they, I was. <laughs> this is how you speak Italian? They did the fingers. <laughs> You're talking like this with your fingers. <laughs> so he's like, all right. So he takes their tickets, remembers the seats they're going to be in. I'm like, fuck me. Yeah. Like, what was the point? You're not ripping them. So you're just like, you're just gathering information now. Tells them to go fuck off and like, okay, well, y'all need to go. Go ahead and go, go, go sit in your seats. Whatever. Right. Let's them go. Then goes, um, uh, leaves, uh, leaves Aldo by himself and takes Hammer Schmirk, um, into the goddamn in his office that he has set up. Yeah. Into Shoshana's office. <sighs> I put in my notes, uh, worst version of Cinderella ever. And I was like, no, in my notes, it's like, oh, and the foot fetish just rears its ugly head. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, that, that too. But this one, this one made sense. And, uh, you know, the fucking shoe fits. And I like that. Like, it's oh. like the napkin was enough to cover, to have like, I to know, literally like. But she, he needs to let her know that he knows that she's fucked. You know what I mean? Like, this is a, this is a whole song and dance for him. Like no, no, I was thinking about quitting, but more, yeah. It's oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, also, yeah, both, like, both Londa and was enough proof that like you were here at this spot, but yeah, no, the no. shoe thing. But we need, <laughs> we need more attention, and we need like more proof of how monsters Hans can be, mm. because like you know we don't see this streak in him ever in this entire film. No, he's you very, know? he's very cool and calculating, and like seriously, he would never choke out a bitch. Yeah, but uh, he went to the Wayne, the school of Wayne Brady, and he <laughs> proceeds because once he got her dead to rights, he murders her dead to rights. He chokes the fuck out of her, and it is woof, woof. It's rough. Graphic. And then and I was got, like, I noticed something else. Was like there is that same kind of distancing you see versus like the killing of whites versus the killing of blacks in Django. You see that in here of the killing of Germans versus the killing of Jews. Yeah, very true. Very true. They always cut away. But it's like she's a German in this situation, so she gets a violent death. Right. Right. But but they but they don't stay, they show her about to go, but they don't like fixate on her going, you know. So they like, give her a half and half. Right, 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 right. Very yeah, very good, uh, very good observation, man. And um, he literally calls, he's like, the asshole in the white smoking jacket nab his ass. And they nab Aldo. And Aldo gets captured. I'm like, where is this going? What is happening? Oh, no. And like, they finally formally meet each other as hero and villain, right? Right. As the bag is over his head. 
And, uh, you know, Hans pokes him. <laughs> he provokes him with a finger poke to his head. In America, we don't like that shit. Fuck you, Jeremy Krautberger, motherfucker. Oh, bro, yeah. Also, yeah, hilarious. All the slurs. All the slurs. <laughs> All the anti-German God slurs. Goddamn later, hosing son of a bitch. Goddamn strew leading fucking... <laughs> Bratwurst motherfucker. Just dropping you bratwurst smelling farts, motherfucking piece of goddamn rum 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 took a job, stripped down <laughs> He headbutts the fuck you out of line. Tuba sucking motherfucker. <laughs> he headbutts the f- Volkswagen Beetle driving. But he uh he headbutts the fuck out of Alanda and shit. That was pretty hilarious. But um I love how the BJ Novak, the guy from the office, like his yeah. name, his nickname is the little man. He was so disappointed. That's my name from the Germans is the little man? <laughs> I thought you would be a lot smarter, actually. I was I'm surprised. I thought you would be like a midget like versus a, what the- like a, yeah, like a circus midget. Like, I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 it was pretty fucking funny to me. But um, yeah, he knows all about him. Mm-hmm. Right? And Operation Kino. And I'm like, how the fuck do you know so much? He's Hans goddamn Londa. But here's the deal. This is why I made a comment about the uh, forest for the fucking trees. Mm. He understands the tide of the battle is turning. Yeah. And he literally only captured Aldo and allowed his two cohorts to continue on when he took the bomb from him. Lays out that he actually sets up a potential double cross where he can get the goddamn credit for it and fucking get complete immunity and get set up to live a wonderful life. He's in it for himself this whole time. Fuck country. Fuck honor. I need a pool and some bitches. I mean, I guess. Yeah. And I'm like, what? This was a weird. I I did not see this coming. Because I was like, this is is an absorbent amount of plot armor for Aldo. Goddamn. Insane plot armor. I captured you. Now, let me tell you how I'm going to surrender. I'm like, what? Wait, what is going on now? But this part is based in reality bro operation green up what the fuck operation that's the part that's based in reality operation green up real shit three fucking guys from the oss three fucking guys randy parachute out of a fucking plane onto a glacier go into town where they meet like some of their like family and shit because one of them one of them one of them was a defector uh i can't remember the, the three of their names i apologize because they're they're fucking heroes um but there, oh, but but go. You know what? Do yourself a favor. It's only like an hour. Go watch the Real and Glorious Bastards. It talks about these guys in detail. And um, two out of the three of them were still alive during this uh, documentary. Um, very fucking fascinating. Very fucking fascinating. But uh, Operation Green Up is more or less um, just in Glorious Bastards part, but not to that hardcore degree. But it's uh, loosely based on how it's like. Yeah, just because uh, like America's not. It's not the first time they do shit like this, where they get right. people who have skin in the game to want to do shit, because that's what was going to happen with uh, Castro, because they were getting some like uh, it was I forgot it was like, it was, just, it was like forty cube uh, ex Cuban exile soldiers they were like training to get to go back there go fuck up some shit. So this yeah. isn't new. No, I, I figured it was like it's something we do all the time. Yeah, I mean we do it for the Olympics. We're like, oh, you guys are good at that. Okay, we'll hire y'all to do that. <laughs> it's the yeah. same principle, but um. 
No, so like, yeah, so basically, um, these three guys, like one, one, one was the intelligence guys. The other two were like, you know, they were basically spies, and they, but all they did was dress up as the soldiers, uh, as the officers, and like just chat with folks, and people would just spill their goddamn guts to them. <laughs> Literally, like, like the, the guys from fucking Brooklyn, and they're just like spilling their guts. Just talk. One dude fucks up and talks about where Hitler's bunker actually was. Jesus, just, just fucking up, just. Five of having snitching type of just fucking up, and I wonder how racist that is. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't tell. I don't nah, know. It's I, war, man. It's all, but it's uh, all fun and games. Yeah, in war. But uh, <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that the thing? But um, what's what's crazy is when he like they finally find out and they torture the fuck out him. They beat his ass. Like they put a gun in this dude's mouth punched him with the gun in his mouth and knocked out his back teeth. They fucked this dude up. And somehow, some way, out of nowhere, the guy does that. He brings him in. He stopped beating the shit out of him. And they're like, here's what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to surrender, but I'm going to give you like, like, like I'm going to let them occupy this area because it wasn't like the main area. It was, right. like, it was like one of the outposts. He's like, I'm going to surrender this outpost and y'all going to fucking hook me up for this shit because he knew he, the writing was on the wall, I guess. And he wanted out. And that's what the fuck happened. But like during that Operation Green Up shit, before they, this flip even happened, they were literally getting all this information and like all of their shit was getting bombed. Their supplies, like if they had like anything crucial like to build weapons and shit, like those convoys get blown the fuck up. Like they did amazing fucking work. Amazing work. And like all three of them survived. The one that died died of natural causes, Randy. Because old age. Operation Greenups is a fucking success. <laughs> this is successful as fuck. But that's what this is. So like Lana's like, yeah, man, like uh yeah, not only did I take your bomb, I put it under Hitler's goddamn seat. Mm-hmm. Like all this is gonna go. And what's so crazy is Shoshana unknowingly is like co-signing on these guys because she has to burn them all in like the- theatrical murder fashion. Like she has a hellacious plan uh, involved for her shit, right? So yeah. As all this insane's happening, I mean, like, look, like, the, the, like, there's a phone call. He's fully giving himself up. Also, the guy on the other line of the phone was a uh, Harvey Cartel. Yeah, I was hoping he was like General Wolf. <laughs> so the bomb, the bomb plot's a go. The bomb, the bomb plot is officially a go. Like it's gonna happen. And uh, Marcel's back behind the film because, like, you know, during this whole shit, the plan is. Once the shooting starts, like once he's doing the scene where they shoot, where he's shooting all the guys on the Nation's Pride movie, right. uh, Marcel's going to set fire to all this like, butt ton of murder film, and then their film is going to play as everyone's trapped in the theaters and they're all going to burn alive and it's going to be horrible. Uh, but our boy Zoller, <laughs> what does he do? He's just he's so desperate to get his like it's be, just because he just he can't take no he will not he is. He's Captain Britain, or he's Captain Nazi. Like, there's no way he shouldn't be getting puss right now from anyone. Right. So he was fairly affable all film, right? Yeah. And then he finally Kavanaugh's it. <laughs> he just goes full on, just like you know who the fuck I am. You see, you I'm know who I am. I'm on that screen, and you better get down at your knees. And she's like, "All right, fine, close the door." Yeah. He's like, "What?" Oh, oh, for real? What? Uh, okay, cool. All right, for real? Yeah. Go, go, get the door. We don't, we don't have a lot of time. Get the door. Okay. And like a dumbass, like an idiot. <laughs> All up in his back. All up in his back. Bullets. 
And, and luckily, it's during the shooting scenes in the theater, so no one's conspicuous at all. Right. Zoller goes down, but he makes his little bitch whimper. Mm-hmm. And Shoshana's dumbass sees him as a human because she, you know, she looks at the screen and she falls for it. She sees him, you know, looking somber, like he's like, ah, like yeah. I have he's no choice. Boy, Man. right? And he goes, she goes to check on him to like say something nice, probably or something. And he's like, nah, bitch, <laughs> Nazi bitch. Cuts her up, dude. That honestly, she looked like she was in real pain. That looked like she really got shot. He fucked her up. Fucked her up. Gut shots. And she goes down. Luckily, she already switched the film out, so like the plan will go accordingly. And uh as this happens, you know, uh the duo go into action. Fucking uh Donnie Donowitz, the bear Jew and his little homie. Just they got these cool ass guns on their wrists when you fist guns. Yeah, you, I, I, just put, I just put dog caps gun punches. Gun punch. Because <laughs> I don't know what's I don't know how they I don't know how those work. I don't know how those work. But it was cool. And I'm mad I didn't get to see Adam's Sandler gun punch Nazis. It's a bummer. So like the last moment Goebel has is like when Hitler's like, Ugh, thank you, Goebel. This film is fucking just wonderful. And like, Goebel This is the cries. best thing you've ever done, Goebbels. This is a make me so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and Goebel started crying and she's like, Thank you. Thank you, my feel. <laughs> and um right at that moment, our boys come in. And it's it's almost serendipitous because like also, real real quick sidebar, how good is Shoshana's pussy for you to be like, Yeah, I'll suicide myself. I don't I thought he got out. Did he? There's a side door. That's a side door that he had to get out of the, the auditorium, come back in that was locked, and he ran out after he set fire. Okay, good. I thought he stayed. He nah. Okay. I mean, I mean, it's French and it's it's suicidal, but no, it's like it's crazy French. But uh, no, I hope he rolled out of there. Like, whew, all right. He better have rolled out of there. There made no sense this day. Because <laughs> I, I don't know how that pussy has to be. No, there's like, there's, mm -mm. I'm just saying, I don't know. Anyway, he he sets fire as all the bullets, all the bullets these fuckers have, man, because they were, they were staying, I I think because the bear Jew and his homie stayed, and I guess Aldo planned on staying. Yeah. Because they're like, fuck it. And, uh, it was a suicide mission to begin with. That's how strong. Like, that's how strong Aldo's plot armor was, though. He couldn't even suicide himself. Yeah, <laughs> he just wanted. To, he wanted to be in fine. But uh, yeah, Bear Jew fucking just unloads on all of them. Goebbels, the interpreter who was getting doggy styled. Hitler got sh- he, whew, boy, because like he was killed. But then it was like, nah, mur- murder him more. Yeah, and they just. Keep going. We saw a dummy of him getting just fucking to ribbons, to ribbons, and like everyone is like trapped in this in this fucking theater. Flames are everywhere. It's hell on earth. And like during this, you know, as she's cutting a promo, talking about how they're all gonna die, and then like it gets real insane because you see her face laughing in the smoke projection. Jesus, yes, with the fire everywhere, and it's just like <laughs> that is vengeance. That is vengeance. This is the face of Jewish vengeance. It's pretty pretty gangster. I was, I was not mad at it at all. <laughs> Everyone dies. Good. Everyone fucking dies in there. Like Bearju was like, I'm going to hold this trigger until I explode. 
fair. And the look in Eli Roth's eyes, god damn. That was for Anne Frank for real, for real. That was for everybody. It's kind of, I mean, I feel like Eli Roth unloading a fucking Tommy gun, essentially, inside, all up in the body and face of Hitler is equivalent to that little fun scene in Django when um the dude couldn't get the gun in his hand right and he got whipped to shit. <laughs> yes, that was what it was. The same thing. Same, <laughs> same delicious. Same equivalency right there. Yeah, just, like, just good feels. Imagine, just imagine one, sometimes... Evil gets punished. That's why there's a, that's why I have a love hate with him because like he'll say really fucked up things, yeah. but every blue moon there's a there's a good payoff. Yeah, I just, that's why I was mad at uh Pulp Fiction because like you know Jimmy Jimmy got away with it. Jimmy got away with that shit. Anyway, we're back here. But Jules like gets to leave, and that's he the gets thing. to live. Yeah, he does get to yeah. live and, and, so and become go a off folk and, like, hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I want to see that movie where he learns kung fu and shit. I just need him to go back to Jimmy's house and slap him up just a little bit, just a little. That, that would be in the last, like, would be Pulp Fiction Part Two. That would be the <laughs> beginning. Yeah, that'd be the beginning. Like, as soon as he smacks the shit out of his ass, then he cut the, yeah. the, the big, the big Hugo Stiglitz letters pop up. <laughs> anyway, so we get to the switcheroo where Hans is like, "All right, here we go. Here's surrender time, bitch. Here's here's your shit. Here you go. Here's your gun." All right, let's do this. Let's get it hooked up. His homie gets shot in the gut. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, fuck him. Fuck you. Get in these handcuffs, bitch. It's like, it's like I, I traded for that man's life. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'm going to, I'll get chewed out. I've been chewed out before. It's that was fine. fucking <laughs> hilarious. I love that. I love that. And then, um, yeah, man, um, you know, Hans gets what he fucking deserves. Because, you know, like, yeah, he got a little sweet deal, but you better get that sweet swastika. All up in your fucking forehead. I hope you like do rags. Yeah, it's like I like. I got it. It was like it's like you know what? I would have made that deal. That's not bad. And you know you deserve all that stuff. But it's like with that uniform, you're probably gonna take that uniform off, right? <laughs> Can't have that. <laughs> Can't have that. I was like, yeah. Can't so, have that. So uh, yeah, man. So like you know, Hans gonna have to wear some do rags or some or some kangles. He's gonna be wearing hats forever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we get a nice little, nice little, you know, little uh, victim view, which is a, a, a Tarantino thing in general. And uh, that's the goddamn movie, man. B, BJ Novak gets to live. Aldo got to live. The end. Pretty satisfying. It's not bad. Pretty sad. I mean, watching all the officials getting shot in the back as they were fleeing for their lives is pretty. Uh, yeah. Baird, you got it in. Baird, you got it the fuck in. I gotta, I gotta say. But um yeah, that's some glorious bastards. I'm surprised we got that done as quickly as we did. I was afraid it was gonna be like a 13 hour podcast. Nah, <laughs> just hold off on the, uh, the sucking and we should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's telling time, guys. Let's find out how many people were horribly murdered in this film. Let's get to our body count. That body count. That body count. Randy, Randy Savage. You say people, but um, <laughs> anyway, I mean, there, there was some good. Three hundred and forty-six Nazi bestids. Damn. And a few Jews. Yeah, a few, a few of them, a few of them. But they were dying doing what the fuck they wanted to. Man, golly, gun punches, gun punches, and and just turning Hitler into fucking spam, dude. <laughs> Woo! Fuck you! I mean. Yeah, because like 
if you're gonna take liberties with a fucking film, like why not? Yeah. Why not? Let us see Hitler get his face munched up. Um, fuck that guy. So yeah, uh, that's dope. So let's talk about everybody's favorite subject: the nudity. Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just wanna see a little feet. Just show me that boy. Just a little bit of titties. Right now, right now. Well, guys, surprisingly, um, zero. Even with the doggy style scene, it was uh, it was just her face bobbling at the bottom of the fucking screen. We saw nothing. I wonder if Quentin's like that. He just doesn't like female nudity. Like, oh no, yeah, it's it's you would you would think, or maybe it's like I'm already going far with the slurs. Let me just yeah, let me chill. That's my penance. <laughs> I'll keep the. Oh, I mean, then again, he loves feet, so maybe he's like, I already get my nudity. I don't know about y'all. Getting my shit. <laughs> get on my level it's the best I've already done I'm getting away with murder here like, I'm getting all the feet yeah all the toes so um sorry Quinn I'm not sorry uh <laughs> now it's time to talk about our favorite character in the movie the shining star who is our Joe Grizzly award recipient let me introduce myself I'm Joe Grizzly bitch random Randy savage who is your Joe Grizzly Hans Totally I mean, fair. he's the villain, but it's like it, he's really good. He's very—he's the most compelling character in the whole movie. Like every scene he's in, I'm—I'm I'm just sitting there waiting for what he's gonna do. He's fascinated because he is like fully fleshed out uh, as a character, and like he's such a piece of shit. But goddamn, is he not charming? He's kind of like Calvin Candy. Like I mean, like like Quentin can write villains. He yeah. really can. He really, really can. Um, I will give him that. He, he, That's what like, they like, need. When they got like a legit villain to to, to, to put shit on, man, they're fucking good. But I got to give this to Hugo Sticklitz. Mm. I have to like the the movie told me that he's Joe Grizzly. Banging, come on, bro! Like he's so intense. He's so fucking intense. And the fact that he's like, I am going to stake this knife into this dude's fucking spinal column. I don't give a fuck how many bullets are in the air. I'm using my sword. <laughs> and shot the shit out of that dude's nuts. Jesus. <laughs> One was enough. Nope. And he was like, nope. Whole clip. Now my sword. I don't care. Still stabbing this guy as I get shot up. Like, Jesus. Oh, what a clusterfuck. Alright, guys. Final verdict time. Knee pads or slippers. What that means. If we truly love this movie. We give it a maximum of two knee pads where he falls to the worst position, given this movie is just due. Or, if this movie is a strutal of shiza, we give it a maximum of two hater slippers where we slide them on and basically just terrorize our enemies by just invoking small beverages that have a lot to do with their personal trauma. Random Randy Savage, knee pads or slippers? Uh, yeah, it's two knee pads. Come on. Yeah. What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's Nazi killing gore porn. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Nazis. Yep. 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 Two knee pads. Fuck them. Fuck them. Feed them fish. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I mean, this is. I remember a day when we used to root for the killing of Nazis. 
This is a good ass movie, bro. Like, and Brad Pitt brought it, bro. That goofy ass mustache and just Gorlami. Gorlami. <laughs> this movie is fucking good. Like, I, I wish I could see alternate universe version with uh, Adam Sandler and uh, Simon Pegg and shit, but it is what it is, man. It is what it fucking is. And then, is. like, I, I have, like, Leonardo DiCaprio would have played Hans. Yeah, I'm glad that didn't happen. Kristoff is like the shit. Like Jesus, he nailed it, bro. He fucking nailed it. Oh, that's a bingo. That's a bingo. Is that, that how you say it? it? Like no. Like oh, okay. bingo. Like, you just say bingo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, dude. Uh, shout out to Tiffany Turner. This is a excellent, excellent pick. God bless you. God bless you for that one. This is a. Uh, this one didn't hurt. It hasn't hurt. I mean, I mean, uh, Buckaroo Bonsai was fine. It is usually we're scared. Usually we're scared when it's like when it's that time. But um, yeah, man, that shit, that's fucking it. Um, you got any got any last words, uh, Randy? Nope, none today. Word. Well, shout out to everyone who fucks with us, especially all our Houston podcasters uh, with H Town Pods. Shout out to the Castaways, the uh, Geek World All Stars, of course. Um, state your take uh no redeeming qualities um that's pretty much it man but yeah like everybody out there like oh you know shout out to uh justin epic film guys we uh we talked a quick bit about uh, the stuff that's going on and for everybody who's like still going through shit you know hang in there hopefully things will get better uh we appreciate you guys continuing to listen to us um we will keep giving you guys delicious diversions to keep your minds off the shit that's going on uh because it's everywhere and it's hard to get um any kind of like levity at times and that's it really is to find it's hard to find content not dealing with it <laughs> right so like that's our job is to we're not ignoring it but we're just trying to help you you know not yeah. think about it for a change and uh thank you for still fucking with us you know because um i know a lot of people aren't working and they're probably not listening to us because they're not at work which is completely understandable but for those who still are we appreciate you guys very much so and even if it was down to 10 people uh for therapeutic reasons we'll still be doing this yeah. So um yeah man, you guys stay safe out there. We love y'all so much. We appreciate y'all appreciate y'all so much for your support, especially our Patreons. This means even more to us than it did beforehand. So thank you again. Uh yeah, man. So we'll see y'all next week. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're just we're just doing yeah. shit. Shooting this shit. <laughs> yep. So hopefully you enjoyed our Tiger King episode we talked about on our Patreon. And uh we got more coming. So we'll talk to y'all later.